Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Not only how to make money, but how to make a difference. And uh, I love interviewing fellow world travelers, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow Christians, fellow speakers, fellow authors, fellow podcasters on the show. And I have one here today. Our guest today, his name is Ben Weaver, and he is a former youth pastor and now full-time entrepreneur. He is an author, a coach, a speaker, a podcaster. Uh, you can find out more about him at benweaver.org. And he's also uh, quite passionate about this area of adventurous faith. And, uh, you know, he uh, typically is speaking to more, maybe of a more of a Christian uh, audience in terms of the faith element. But regardless, uh, you know, we all need to have more adventure and uh, more faith and no matter what religion you may have or not have, you know, I think it's going to be very relevant in terms of uh, discovering the sense of purpose and faith and adventure in your own soul and spirit. Uh, he's also the author of an amazing book called Relationships Are Everything. So I'm super excited to get Ben on the show here to find out his whole journey from being a youth pastor to full-time entrepreneur. Ben, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm good, Ricky. Thank you much for having me, man. I'm really to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you here. We're currently in Manila, Philippines, so apologies if there's any Wi-Fi hiccups or lags, but unfortunately the Wi-Fi isn't very good. We're at an Airbnb here, so apologies if there's any hiccups or lags, but hey, it's all part of the digital nomad journey. Ben, uh, one of the things we love to do when we start off a show is get to know our guest stories. And I know you're super passionate about stories. I had a chance to look at your story on your website before we started the interview. And man, what a journey you've been on. So super excited to hear your story and also share your story with our audience. So go ahead and maybe do a quick uh, little recap of your journey. Yeah, so I grew up in the Midwest, currently call a city called St. Louis, Missouri home. It's just located right in the dead heart of America. Born and raised here, um, grew up just in a blue collar home. Uh, parents, hardworking parents, which really built in me just this desire to work for all the things I have. So just grew up in a normal home, grew up in a Christian home. I mentioned earlier that faith is a big part of my journey. But uh, what, what was interesting about my journey is while I grew up just in a stable home, I kind of walked my high school years pretty aimlessly. Uh, I didn't have a clue of what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, my senior year in high school, I decided I think I want to be a doctor. One, because they have lots of money, and two, because I can help people. Uh, unfortunately, I was sitting in honors chemistry my senior year. I've never heard the voice of God, but I felt him to say, Ben, you've gone the wrong direction because I was terrible at honors chemistry. I hated science. Through that whole experience, though, I was super at my church time. And, and through, that, through the whole experience of thought, thinking I wanted to be a doctor, that really wasn't playing out to my passions. I honestly felt I was a pastor. So I pursued that call, lived uh, eventually in a place in, in Dallas, Texas here in the U.S., was there for about eight years, pursued all of my schooling there, pastor, and lived really for the last 15 years in that world doing that, working with middle school and high school students, which if anybody is listening, those of you listening to this right now are probably going, this guy's probably crazy because he works with teenagers. But for me, uh, I have loved it. Um, in the middle of that um, journey for myself, um, and, and Ricky, you feel free to interrupt me anytime to ask uh, to 
tell me to, to be quiet or whatever. But it, um, journey about two years ago, I was in a place where I was trying to figure out what was next for me. I was in my early thirties and I'd always had a passion to write. Um, you know, the, the word that you and I would use, Ricky, would be an influencer, somebody who's just got a message that they want to share with the world. And that's something that you're doing with that blogger and I that. And right. And, um, it was, uh, I fell in love with it. I just absolutely loved just the idea of putting ideas down on paper and then it started a blog. And what was so cool about that process is I began to have relationships start to form around me of people that not only saw what I was doing and liked, they were for me saying, Hey, you should keep going this direction. So professionally, I was trying to figure out what was next for me as a youth pastor Personally, I'm going through this writing. Is this what I continue doing? And what was so fascinating is that through that whole process, I just felt called to go more into the world. Um, I always had this. I wasn't the kid growing up that had the lemonade stand and making, you know, grinding and hustling as a little kid. That just wasn't me. But to go back to my story with my parents, I did hard work ethic built inside of me of getting things done. Um, and so I put that to work and I started to write and out of that like, came my first and through my first book came me honestly saying, you know what? I need to hop into the entrepreneurial space full time. Uh, God was leading me there. He was calling me there. And so through that really was born a lot of conversations because uh, if you, you know, listen earlier, Ricky, you heard that I, I didn't go to business school. I didn't get an MBA. I didn't have to become an entrepreneur but I feel like I'm hardwired for it. And I feel like this is a place where I can do ultimately what I feel like I'm called to do, which is part of my passion is helping young men really set themselves free from this performance built life that they have to set them free to go out and be the men that God's called to be and really to go do what they're supposed to do in this world, to go make their den and to lead in their career. And, and I feel like I'm doing that now in the space that I'm in, just starting off in my business. So it all this last May, when I quit my job, my full-time security paycheck every two weeks job, renewer of time. And uh, it's been exhilarating and so much fun. And that's a really short, short version of my story, but that's kind of where I'm up to right now. So my business is called Advanced Faith. As you mentioned, I do podcasting. I coach young men and uh, I've got a lot of other plans in store for this next year for Adventures Faith. And yeah, we're definitely going to be unpacking, uh, you know, uh, what you do. But uh, I'm curious to know about uh, this question. And, uh, you know, I, I think people can relate to that in terms of like, when you think of a pastor, when you think of a youth pastor, you think of them as like ultra spiritual, super connected to God. And uh, when you think of an entrepreneur, you're probably like, okay, they probably went from being super spiritual to being an entrepreneur, being a little bit more money driven and business driven. But you actually have found God closer and deeper and more personal as an entrepreneur. I want you to unpack, how does it look like? Because it's totally, I, I was kind of mind blown. I'm like, pastors, youth pastors, you think of them as being that ultra spiritual. Tell us a little, tell us a little bit of how sure. it works for you. Yeah, no, that is, that is an absolutely great question. And I love backing just the idea so it all kind of plays into the way that my business is formed. And, and, and you and I were talking a little bit about this before we hit record. But for me, I look at the entrepreneurial space and I see an opportunity to make a massive impact 
on the world with ideas, with concepts, with physical products, with just everything in general. Entrepreneurs are pushing good happening in this world forward. And I see that through entrepreneurs that I interact with every single day. For me, I look at that world, I see a world that is driven by, often driven by money, driven by success, driven by accolades and achievements. Those are all good things. But fortunately, it's caused them to live, a lot of entrepreneurs to live this very unbalanced life where they work all the time and their spiritual life, friendships, relationships, the other areas that help them to bring their life in balance, they're not really there. They're broken. And, and so for me, as a guy who's all in, I mentioned earlier, uh, I do everything all like 100%. So it's go big or go home for me. So when I started to be an entrepreneur, to, to live in the limits that God has given me, but to trust him for things that I couldn't ever even possibly. I think that's part of what makes being an entrepreneur exciting is there are things that will come to existence a year, two years from now, that you and I don't even have things are. Um, and I believe a big piece of that, uh, the bigger things can happen when you and I allow ourselves to surrender really to who I believe to be the first entrepreneur, the first creator, Jesus, and say, I've got my limits, but I'm going to watch you do something there. So for me, stepping is or water of trust. It was a matter of faith. And I didn't know what was going to come of it, but I knew it was going to draw me closer to God and his purpose and plan for me because it give me an opportunity to without bounds. And which is something I love about the entrepreneur space. And so. Beautiful, beautiful. So, uh, Curious to know in terms of like uh, this concept of adventurous faith. Again, it's something I'm not uh, like, uh, it's kind of like, okay, what does this mean, adventurous faith? Because when you think of faith, there's something inside and something belief, right? When you think of adventures more out there in the world, mm -hmm. like uh, travel or exploration or mountain biking or climbing, right? But you have actually married the inner faith and the outer adventure. Tell us about that and unpack that adventurous faith concept. Yeah. So adventurous faith is, it was funny how, how that, that phrase was kind of born. Uh, wasn't the person who came up with that phrase, but I have been the person um, that has developed that idea. And so I define adventurous faith as willing to, of letting Jesus lead you to a life bigger than your plans. Now, I don't necessarily need to unpack that whole definition for you, but there's some probably big words, risk. Um, Jesus, uh, lead you. There's a lot of you essentially saying, I'm going to take the wheels off, uh, take my hands off the wheels of my life, allow Jesus to set control. And honestly, Ricky, for me, that's the way I want to live my life. Because if I can do anything that I, that's actually one of the kind of the phrases that I live by or pray by every day is God, I'm going to do what only I can do. I'm going to, I'm going to grind. I'm going to hustle do the work called me to do as an entrepreneur, but then I'm going to trust that you are going to lead this and take this to things that I couldn't do outside of myself. And that's really what advanced faith is, is letting Jesus lead you to a life bigger than your plans. Ricky, I've got plans. You've got plans. We've got ideas to do, but I can promise you that he's got way bigger ones. 
And so, and if I can surrender to that process, I know that there will be greater things that happen. And I, adventure faith and entrepreneurship work hand in hand. Um, I think there is an element of trust there that, that I want to live by, that I want to teach and I, I want to live others. And I think it's an idea and, and, and that I want to live out the rest of my life every single day. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a couple questions. Um, firstly, is the question uh, targeting someone who's maybe has either no faith, a different faith, uh, who maybe is more into um, non-religion, like spirituality or yoga, or just uh, understanding spirituality, but not necessarily uh, having the Christian faith. Uh, so someone who is of no faith or another faith, how can they incorporate what you're talking about in terms of adventurous faith or Jesus into uh, their life. They're a business person. They focus on, you know, building the business and being successful. How do they bring in something called faith into business? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I want to go back to a little bit earlier. I mentioned just kind of a little bit in passing of really helping guys create balance in their life. And so in the business world, when I talk about this, you know, when I say, hey, I run a business called Adventurous Faith, um, some people turn their ears off, but some people are, are a little more curious. But the way that I help people understand what I do on a practical, real tangible level is helping specifically young men. I work with guys who are millennial age in their 20s and 30s, but specifically young men, help them to create balance air every day, Right. And so for me, the way that I help those guys do that is, as I mentioned, you know, guys who work extremely long hours, very then, um, unfortunately, those uh, working those many hours doesn't afford them the opportunity to really balance out the rest of their life. And so conversation I have with people um, about spirituality, about faith and all those things you just mentioned begins with the process of where are you at in your life right now? And Ricky here in America, it, most of the conversation was, I work really hard and, I, and I'm doing all these things. And hey, what would it look like to take a step away from these exceeding your own limits, physically, mentally, even spiritually, and put your life back in balance? And most of folks that I have come open to that conversation, you know, I'm not... Um, I'm not against obviously talking with, with other folks and other religions and what their beliefs are. And I won't point them to the person, to the man who can ultimately create the best balance in their life period, who I believe is Jesus. Um, but I believe there's some other people that get there other ways, but he is the truth that I hang on to. And he's the truth that I want to share with the world. And so for me, um, I think regardless of um, whether you believe Jesus is the answer or not, and I get people fall on all different spectrums, and I love having conversations and having people present those questions to me. For me, um, I want to get back to when people first and foremost understand, especially in America, um, you live a very unbalanced life. So what's the first step you need to take towards getting that right? And what I believe is ultimately will lead to Jesus. Um, but that's just kind of the, the way that I present it and, and, and share it with other people. Um, but it's interesting having conversation entrepreneurs and business people here in the States, uh, their heads kind of turn in an interesting way. Like, how do you do that? What does that look like? And it is, it's tricky. It's very, very tricky. Yeah. So, uh, I've asked you kind of someone who's maybe not of the Christian faith, um, 
from a Christian's perspective, someone who has that faith in Jesus, is the main difference in terms of how you're helping a Christian versus someone who's not a Christian, the languaging in terms of you'll use Jesus more, you'll maybe incorporate prayer. How is it that you're working with someone who's a, not of a Christian faith as opposed to someone who's of a Christian faith? Is it only the prayer element and only using Jesus or is there other variables at place there? Yeah, you, that's a great question. You know, I would, to, 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 it honestly would depend on the person. It depends on where they're at on their spiritual journey. Uh, and I believe everyone's on some sort of spiritual journey, whether they want to admit it or not, whether they feel like they don't believe in God at all. Uh, maybe Jesus is an absolute cuss word, right? Or they follow Jesus wholeheartedly. Everyone is, is on a spiritual journey, um, even in different religions and that sort of thing. So for me, I want to figure out when I'm working with some individually to what area and what degree do they want to engage faith and what does that look like? Uh, you and I, people a little more standoffish to those conversations and some people are a little bit more open. And what I want to do is navigate, where are you at? What questions do you have? What are you trying to figure out now? What are your struggles? It's really entering into their story and going, let's walk alongside each other for a while. Let's do life together. Let's, uh, let's navigate the things that you're trying to process. And let's, and, and the, in the simplest of words, Ricky, it's let's have a conversation. That's all I'm interested in having. An open, honest, respectful, and what I believe to be a God-honoring conversation. And when I think those barriers can, when those walls come down, you know, we can say, hey, we're not here to, to make anyone a Jesus freak or do anything crazy. I think there's some pretty incredible things that can happen, you know. So engage someone who may be, may be interested and guided in, in maybe it, whether that be Eastern religions or Islamism or other spiritual aspects and someone who's engaged in Christianity, they're absolutely going to be different, but the starting point is the same. Let's start to have a conversation of where are you at and how, is, how do you engage that in your own life personally? Because believe it or not, I think everyone wants to, they just don't know where to start. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, really well put uh, because yeah, you kind of see in the way society is going, a lot of people have been turned off by uh, religious people or Christians or uh, Bible bashers or, you know, like there's kind of this uh, stigma around religion. And I think we need more people like you who just wanting to have a chat uh, and not without judgment. That's the real key when you're having a conversation. Uh, when it comes down to like, oh, is this person really secretly trying to convert me? Or is, are they just judging my lifestyle? Uh, or is it the person really cares and is really accepting me 100% just for where I'm at and who I am? And I think, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, I'm a fellow Christian, and I think if we as Christians can be more like that, I think uh, people would have a whole different opinion of religion or the Christian faith period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, I want to people where they are. Truthfully, I want to enter into their story, into their lives, wherever that may find them. And, uh, and for, for everyone, that's, that's going to be a totally different place. And so I'm more interested in, in entering and having that conversation there uh, and then seeing, seeing where that takes us. 
So um, I want to talk a little bit about the mechanics um, in terms of all the stuff that you produced. You have uh, your book called Relationships Are Everything. You do coaching programs. You do speaking. You're a podcaster. So obviously, you've developed a whole repertoire of different ways that you can help support uh, people. Tell us about them. Like, uh, what was first? Was it like the podcast first? Was it speaking coaching first? Was it the book? Or did you just come up with this business plan and you're like, okay, I'm going to do these four or five things. Tell us about kind of the, the implementation of your vision. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's a great question, Ricky. For me, uh, I'm, I'm very, uh, one of the guiding points of my business intentionality. And so while I do everything with great, with great like I go all in uh, um, on everything, I'm also very uh, intentional in it that I pursue. So for me, all the things I do aren't because I think I should do them. It's because... Uh, or, or, or that, that every entrepreneur should do. I do because I'm gifted in the process in order to do those. So speaking, let's just start with that one. For me, uh, I believe God has given me the ability to teach and to speak. And so I have the opportunity to speak in front of thousands of people um, and share the message uh, of good news and just, and just talk on leadership and other principles that I'm teaching about the adventurous faith. So for me, uh, just a natural gift that I just want to continue to foster and grow and learn and all those things, which, which is huge. The writing piece came about time much later for me that I mentioned earlier. I just started to write. Uh, I, I started writing 20 minutes a day. And then the summer, that was the summer 16. I that summer starting to write 20 minutes a day to write 100,000 words. And I did that in, uh, before Labor Day. So just that I set to see if I enjoyed it was something like, oh, I really do enjoy that. The podcasting thing is similar to the speaking thing for me in that I, uh, I'm a, a fan of Pat Flynn here in the States. He has a podcast called Smart Passive Income. And I was listening to a podcast he was sharing on just and how powerful of a medium it is. And I was in the process of trying to figure out, do I want to start a podcast? Do I lose my voice? And, and that medium to message out there. And Pat Flynn said, uh, he said, imagine you have a podcast and a hundred people choose to download an episode podcast. That's a hundred people who chose to sit in a room and listen to you for 20 minutes. And that blew my mind. And imagine if people download an episode or 10,000, you have a stadium full of people who said, I'm going to listen to Ricky Shetty been over that it is Pat Flynn for 20, 45 minutes. I'm like, that blows my mind. And so podcasting to me is a very intimate medium that we can use to get inside of people's, I mean that in a, in a really goofy way, like get inside our ears and help deliver a message that is really, really powerful. And so as soon as I Pat say that I was like, I got to do that. I have to start a best. What's really cool is guys in my demographic, millennial men listen to podcasts like crazy. They don't have time to read blog, but they will listen to a day when they're in, when they're in their car, wherever that may, they may find them to be, they, they consume podcasts. And so for me, that was a medium that was natural. And then the coach that simply comes from me uh, having a desire to work one-on-one -on -one with people. I, I, part of my training, part of my set is I love just walking alongside of people in their journey. As I mentioned before, I want to meet people where they are. And so my gift set affords all of those things. And I want to just use that. 
And honestly, been at this thing for four months now full time. I don't think I've worked a single day yet because I'm doing what I love in all honesty. And you know exactly what that's like because you're, you love and you, it's like, oh, this isn't work. I'm having a blast. I'm having so much fun doing it and I want to continue doing it the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, that is the sweet spot when you can, uh, and that's actually a saying in entrepreneurship, right? Uh, you find out what you love and you'll never work a day of your life. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you found it and I found it to some mm -hmm. degree as well. There's some days, you know, it's just like, oh man, I got to do, uh, like there's some tasks like, um, you know, like chasing after clients. I don't like doing that. I wish this clients would come to me and I'll be just like coaching them, helping them out. And <laughs> boom, like there's some things I don't like doing, right. like placing people, admin, accounting. So there's still parts of what I do, which I quote unquote don't like, but it's just uh, so much fun overall in terms of the business as a whole. So those are small little, um, sure. know, small things compared Absolutely. to big things. So you have a book. Yeah, I mean, I got this. I mean, yes, we're working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about the book. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a fellow author. I love featuring other authors on a podcast. And your book is obviously quite relevant. Uh, relationships are everything. And they are everything indeed. Tell us a little bit about the, the actual content of the book. So this is the relationships are everything. How to not suck at relationships and make a dent in this world. And so this book, honestly, Ricky, was born out of my own, my own issue. So, uh, so when I was 30 years old on my 30th birthday, I was sitting on my couch on a Friday night, uh, with no plans. I didn't have a party. I was, and I was in tears and I was like, man, something has to change. And what I realized was I sucked at relationships. I had built a life around performance all my twenties, uh, achievements and goals and accolades and all those things in hopes that people would like me. But what I lacked was a community and real friendships and authentic and often authentic friendships really, uh, that, that I believe everyone needs. We are hardwired for this. And so it sent me on a journey for four to five years of getting healthy, of allowing myself to exist in community. And as I did that, I noticed these principles that I, had learned that I started, I was like, this is a great idea for a book. And, and, and while I can't make this a sweeping statement, I would for general size this pocket relationships. They don't know how to do friendships. Well, they don't know how to do dating well. And so I thought, man, what would it look like for me to do write a book about it? And so book, I have four simple, but practical ideas that help guys go from a place in where they may suffer and, and really suck relationships where they can start to thrive. And so those four principles are very simple. It's um, start believing that relationships are everything. Pain is part of the process. Stop consuming people and start investing in them. And vulnerability is your mojo. And I believe if you can live and practice by those four practices every single day, you're going to step into relationships that are going to start to thrive. And so the book for me is, is very simple in content, but it's super practical. So at the end of every chapter, I give skill steps that guys can use to put into their life like right now, um, things they can do today to help them to start steps towards health relationship. It's been an absolute blast just watching this book kind of take off a little bit and having people having it resonate with men. I had several women read and go, man, this book is for us too. And I was like, good, I'm glad you liked it. So it's been super fun watching that happen. 
Beautiful, beautiful. And Ben, I, I always conclude my show, or usually, sometimes I don't, but uh, I love asking our guests about the future. Uh, you're very visionary-oriented, and obviously you have quite a lot of uh, uh, direction in what you're doing, but also in the people you're helping. So I'd love to hear your big vision for the future in terms of your speaking, coaching, uh, training, uh, book publishing, and more. Tell us, a, tell us a little glimpse of what the future holds for Ben Weaver. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be you right now. I spent the summer in a lot of meetings. Uh, part of you know entrepreneurship is networking and getting to know the right people and and having the right conversations. And so I've I spent the summer. I've had over eighty meetings with people here in the St. Louis area and around the country, talking to them about about adventurous faith. And <clears throat> you know. Uh, we, we've talked a little bit about the, the entrepreneur like revenue streams that I'm building with all those things that you just mentioned. But what's interesting future is kind of taking a shift for me in the, in a really cool direction. So one of the dreams that I thought was three, four, five years old was being adventure trips. So this love travel that I have, right? So I thought, Oh, um, I want to take guys away to the mountains and teach space then do all that and an idea for this this thing so i have a yearly trip that i do with my best friends it's called bro skiing and go away to them and we ski for a week and do life there in community and it's very intentional and so my business uh smart savviness said what if this trip and expanded it so that actually over the last three to four months and all these meetings I've been having is what's been resonating the most. So adventure trips really, I believe is going to be based of adventurous faith. It's going to be one of the big things. And so I see trips to Colorado, Montana, Canada, Patagonia, uh, um, New Zealand, all over the world, honestly, in the next five to 10 years of growing this brand. And I'm super Super excited about it. Continuing to do everything we've talked about, uh, interest, faith, more to just St. Louis, which is where I live now, but really calling it to be a global brand and excited about that. Well, it's definitely uh, in tune with everything we're doing on the podcast by teaching people about being digital nomads and, uh, you know, doing things like exactly what you described, doing trips around the world and leading people to see the amazing uh, beauty of God's creation. And at the same time, helping them develop their faith their business um, and, and their life. So, yeah, I wish you the best there, Ben. In conclusion, you know, people might want to take one of your future adventure trips. They might want to grab a copy of the book, listen to your podcast, uh, get some coaching, and maybe hire you for some speaking, etc. How can people do that? Yeah, that would be great. I'd love the opportunity to serve anyone that, that wants that. So uh, what are the ways that people can connect through your website, social media, and more? Yeah, if you uh, you can find pretty much anything I do, the podcast episodes, all that stuff on Benver.org. Uh, find all the stuff located there. I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, Instagram is a platform I use heavily. I invest a lot of time and you can find me there at B underscore weave, uh, which is you can find all the stuff there. Um, but if you want to hop on my email list, you can simply do that from the front page of my website. Um, one of the things I'm really passionate about is creating a routine to help you set your, really your day up for balance and success. So you can download a free guide that I have there about how to build a, a good successful routine right there on the front website, there.org. Get that information, get on my email list, and then get to hear about all the things adventure faith that's happening down the pike. 
So I'll have uh, Ben's links below. Uh, make sure you grab a copy of his book. Uh, he has an amazing podcast as well. Uh, one of the featured guests, I'll have a link to uh, my interview as well that, down below. And uh, make sure you reach out and, you know, ask him some questions about faith, about adventure, about entrepreneurship and more. He's definitely ready, willing, and able to help out, give back, and make a difference. So Ben, I just want to thank you once again for coming on the show and uh, enlightening, educating, inspiring our guests here today. Thank you so much, Ricky. I appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. And thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Make sure you connect with Ben. Make sure you connect with us at uh, daddyblogger.com. And if you're interested in being a digital nomad, we have a lot of training and education there, too, at digitalnomadmastery.com. We'll catch up with you guys in the next episode. Happy travels and happy faith adventures.